Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. It's called Spring Clean Your Heart. Spring Clean Your Heart. Um, something I was thinking about this morning when I was sitting outside praying and asking the Lord, like, what's, what, is, what is it that you want me to say today? Because honestly, that's really what's going to work. <laughs> um, and it was spring clean your heart. I want us to examine our heart today to make sure we're living right because it's going to stop. It's going to stop the flow of God in your life if your heart is messed up. And it can be messed up in a, in a lot of ways. So I'm going to go through a few things because I was thinking like, man, spring clean is like something that people do. It's like, you know, it, it has a, an actual title to it. Are you spring cleaning? Are you throwing out stuff? What are you going through? What are you getting? Everyone's done with winter. We're getting itchy. We want to plant the flowers. We want to clean out the garage. We want to um, go through all of our clothes and be like, okay, I'm sick of this for spring cleaning. I don't want this piece of furniture anymore. Let's resell it. We focus so much on what are we doing naturally around us. Our workspace is clean. We're cleaning out our closet. We're cleaning out our garage. We're cleaning our house. We're putting our kids to work. We're getting all the appropriate tools and the cleaning supplies. And then I was like, you know what? We need to do a heart check. We need to do a spring cleaning on the insides of us. And so in 1 Corinthians 6, where I'm starting 619, it says, don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. And so we have to realize we are a borrowed vessel and we need to keep this temple, this vessel clean. And by doing that, we get to examine our heart because it says in Proverbs 4.23, guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. It also says in other verses that, uh, versions that the issues of life, this is where the issues of life flow from our heart. And so we need to make sure that our heart is pure, our heart is right, we've got the clutter out, we've got the junk out, we've got all the mess out in order for us to move forward. In order for us to operate the, God, the way God has us to operate, we need to make sure that we are examining ourselves. And so the first thing, um, some verses I wrote in my notes so I didn't have to sit here and turn, turn the whole time, but so I'm going to be reading from my iPad and, and some from my Bible. But the first step for spring cleaning, I don't know why I get on here. I don't cough the entire day, the entire day, I'm teaching school, I'm doing everything else. I get on here and I'm like, mm. okay, <clears throat> la, 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 unique New York, unique New York. All right, number one, let's evaluate. That's what number one is going to be for spring cleaning our heart. Let's evaluate what's going on. 
What's going on inside of us? What's going on inside of our spiritual home? That's what we have to look at it. We got our natural home and we have our spiritual home. And the Bible says, like I just said in Proverbs 4.23, that the issues of life are flowing from our heart. We have to guard it, we have to clean it, and we have to evaluate. So the first one is evaluate what's going on in your heart. So Colossians 3.17. That one I did not write down, so I'm turning to it now. Colossians 3.17 says, And whatever you do or say... Do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God, the Father. So we need to look at ourselves. First of all, evaluate. What is it that I can improve on? Right? Is everything I'm saying, is it pleasing to the Lord? Is everything that I'm doing, uh, is it pleasing to the Lord? At the end of the day, you have, you have to... Ex- we have to, we cannot be too busy in life. We can't get caught up with all of our kids. We can't get caught up in our marriage. We can't get caught up in our work, uh, in our TV shows that we're watching, in all the jobs that we have, and all the extracurricular activities, and not examine ourselves. Because if we don't fix ourselves, what are, how can we fix other people? Only changed people can change the world. We can't do anything unless we are right inside. And so you're the only person who can judge your personal life. So we have to evaluate. Is everything I'm saying and everything I'm doing pleasing to the Lord? Because really, at the end of the day, the only person you need approval from is your Heavenly Father. Is your Heavenly Father. You have to make sure He's looking at you saying, good job, well done, you're doing it right, you're living right, you're saying it right, you're operating by the fruit of the Spirit, you got that self-control going, you got that patience going, you got that love walk. That is what we have to examine our heart and say, what is in it? It's time to spring clean. There's something in it that I don't like. There's a little bit of clutter. There's junk. There's stuff like that. It's got to go. So that moves you on to number two. First was evaluate. Evaluate your heart. Evaluate what's going on. What am I saying? Is it pleasing? What am I doing? Is it pleasing? My actions have to line up with the Word of God. All right, number two, we're going to throw out the junk. What do we do when we spring clean? We're getting, we get everything evaluated, right? We go and we look in our closets. We go and we, um, you know, look around the house. We go and say, well, moms, right? We're always doing that with our kids' clothes. We're evaluating. Well, these are all the clothes that my kids can't wear anymore. Got to, got to, got to throw out the junk. Got it. These are all the toys that my kids have. They're missing pieces. They're broken. They're taking up space. It's clutter. It's junk. It doesn't need here. I'm stepping on it. I'm destroying my feet, which I did the other day, literally, and tried to save my kid's life from falling on them that I had to fall into my desk and then my arms were all bruised. It was a tragic event over a bakugan and it could have been avoided if my kids were clean. But you know what? I have failed as a parent. That's just, I'm it's an open forum right now. <laughs> I have failed <laughs> as a parent. <laughs> you guys think I'm doing so good, but let me tell you, my kids are little piggies. Um, I try. I try. 
Uh, so we're going to throw out the junk. Throw out the junk. What junk, what junk, junk, junk do you have in your heart? And when I say junk, here's some. Gossip. What do we got? Anger. Fear. Uh, shame. Uh, what else? Bad habits. Worry. What kind of junk is going on in our heart? Hebrews 11.6 says, Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So these things harboring in our heart, anger, worry, fear, bad habits, um, uh, gossip, all of that's going to stifle our faith. And if we aren't operating in faith, look what it says in Hebrews 11.6. Without faith, you can't please God. Now we're going back to Colossians. Is everything you're doing pleasing God? Is everything you're saying pleasing God? But wait, if our faith isn't working, then we're not pleasing God. So one and two, evaluating Colossians 3.17 to see if everything we're saying and doing is pleasing God. Then we get to, if we've got junk in our heart, we've got junk going on inside of us, then our faith isn't going to work. It's going to be stifled. And then here we go. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. If we're not operating in, in faith, we're not pleasing God. And that is a bad place to be. That's a bad place to be. And so here's a good checklist. Let's go over to um, Philippians. Let's go to Philippians 4, 8, and 9. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. What do we need to do? We need to fix your thoughts on what is true, what is honorable, what is right, what is pure and lovely and admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. Here's your checklist. Just like when you're cleaning out your house and you're throwing away junk, you've got your checklist of things you want to do, things you want to go through. Here's your guide. Here's your checklist to spring clean your heart, to detox What's going on in your heart so your faith won't be stifled, so you can move forward, so you can walk in love, so you can be used by God? Don't carry the weight of the junk in your heart so God won't be able to use you because you're going to be one. You know, you've got that saying that you say, well, she's got so much baggage. He's got a bunch of baggage. Don't be the person with baggage unless you're going on a really cool vacation. That's the only baggage you should have. Nothing that you're carrying around that's gonna prohibit you <clears throat> from moving forward. So the first one I said was let's evaluate. Once we've done that, we're gonna move to throw out the junk. You got any junk in your heart? Anything that you gotta work on? Then we're gonna go to Philippians. We're gonna go to Philippians 4, and we're gonna check out eight and nine, and that's gonna be your guide. That's gonna be your checklist. 
Let me see. Am I missing something? Do I have stuff that's not true? Is there stuff that's not lovely or admirable or pure that's going on inside right now? All right, it's time to get it out. Time to throw out the junk. All right, number three, what do we do? <coughs> Sorry, I tried to cover it. So everyone's freaking out in the back. <laughs> My ears. Um, all right, number three. So just like in the natural, when we spring clean, we're gonna evaluate, hey, which room we're doing? What are we gonna do? Okay, next, we're gonna throw out the junk. Next, what do we have to do to clean? We have to grab a tool. We're gonna grab a tool. We gotta get our cleaning tools. What kind of stuff do we use in the natural? We've got vacuums, we've got brooms, we've got brushes and sponges and, and all the things in the natural that we're prepared to have. You know, we'll buy like that, is it Grove Collective? Is that what it's called? What's that like thing that comes every month? It's like all the organic cleaning products. I think it's something like that. I don't know because I'm old school. Give me Clorox. I know everybody's mad at me right now. I know it. Everybody wants thieves and everybody wants, <laughs> everybody wants all the stuff that doesn't clean <laughs> because it's so organic. And so, you know, I need it in my house because of the fumes. Well, listen, I've lasted 38 years. My mom is still around and she's in her 70s and we just use the old school stuff. <laughs> I like to live on the edge, okay? I just like to live on the edge. And so if I can get away with cleaning products that are raw and full of chemicals, then let's just see how it's gonna take me out or not. All right, that's just how I like to be. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If you guys want to use all your stuff that, you know, saves the earth, then so be it. Save the earth. <laughs> I'm finally I'm finally getting an eye roll from the back of the room from Tiffany. I don't get those often, but it's fun just to get her pushed to the edge. She's stuffing the popcorn in her face and she's like, stop making fun of my thieves. Listen, so we all have our favorite cleaning product and we all have our favorite cleaning tool all right so now that we all know what everyone uses in the natural to clean i'm going to tell you how to clean your spiritual home and we're going to do that with the word of god it's a one-stop spiritual shop of a tool you need so look at hebrews 4 12 for the word of god <laughs> I'm with you, Carolyn. No judgment here. That's okay. I, I have it in my house because people buy it for me and I use it. I'm just saying that when there's a stain, a Clorox wipe does work better than the other stuff. I'm just, it, it's just, a, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So that's all. It's just, you know, trial and error. But hey, you do what works for you. I'll do what works for my house. I just lost a bunch of people because I don't buy organic cleaning products. I do, I, I'm, I do, I have method under my cabinet right now, okay? I have sensitive countertops. I gotta take care of it with method. <laughs> <laughs> so Hebrews 4.12 says, for the word of God is quick. What is, the, what is the word of God? Your Bible. The word of God is quick, 
It's powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and the joints and marrow. And it's a discerner of thoughts and intents of the what? <laughs> Bethany Hooker. <laughs> of the heart. Well, that, I'll take it. I mean, I'll take the crunchy products. She just said you're going to have a bunch of ladies <laughs> shipping you <laughs> crunchy cleaning products. <laughs> I will I will use them. I'm not against it, guys. Don't be upset. Check your heart. You check your heart. Remember? You check your heart. Check your heart. So we've got the Word of God as our tool. We've grabbed our tool for our cleaning of our spiritual home. What is it? What is it that the Word of God does? It's a life-changing, dynamic power that works in us. That's what the Word of God does when it fills our heart, when it fills us up. Uh, just like with a surgeon who has, um, you know, we pray to God that they know what they're doing with a knife. If I had to do a surgery, you would be going to heaven real fast. <laughs> but a surgeon who has studied to precisely use a surgeon's knife is what you want. And that's what God has given us with the word of God. It is our knife, our, it's a precision of what is going to cut out the bad and show us the good. You want that. You want Hebrews 4.12. You want what it says that the word of God is going to do. It's quick. It's powerful. It can heal something quickly. It could take away uh, whatever you're battling quickly. It seals up and heals up and sews up the broken heart quickly. It's quick and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword. And it says at the end, it's there to discern the thoughts and intents of the heart. It reveals who we are and what we're not. And it fixes. It, it, it's there to transform us. The Word of God is our cleaning tool to transform us, transform our situation, cut out the old, bring in the good. Cut out what we don't want, Help us with what we need, what we need to learn, what we need to know, who we need to be. So that is our number one cleaning tool that we need to fix our heart, to fix the inside of us, to get us ready to be pure vessels to receive and to do what God has called you to do. We can't have a blockage. A blockage in the natural causes a heart attack. It takes you out. It makes you immobile. We can't have that blockage inside of us in our spiritual home because that's exactly what will happen. A heart attack in the spirit. And then here you are crippled. You're weak. You don't feel good. I'm talking about spiritually. You're weak. You're shriveled up. You've got no power against the enemy. You have no way to move forward. You're not forgiving. You're not loving. You're not walking in the fruit of the spirit. We've got to clean out any junk and stuff within our heart that's holding us back from moving forward. So 
someone that's offended you, offense that I spoke on the other, uh, was it yesterday morning? That's a huge hindrance. That's another topic that I'm gonna teach on on another afternoon because it's so big and it is so prevalent amongst both male and female, but really bad <laughs> in the female world. Um, but that's what the Word of God's gonna do. It's our cleaning tool for our spiritual home, okay? So next, we move on to what I was talking about before, which was our cleaning product. I was thinking, like when I was thinking today of calling it spring clean your heart, I was like, well, what are all the things you do when you spring clean? And that was first you go through and <laughs> offended by cleaning products. Yep, that's how some people would be. Um, very sad. Uh, so we evaluate, we throw out the junk, we grab our cleaning tool, but then you have to have the products to do the cleaning, right? We have to have the correct cleaning products to do the correct cleaning. That's why there's stuff made for different things. You use floor cleaner for your floor. You're not taking floor cleaner to clean your toilets. There's different kinds of stuff used for the toilet versus what you would use for, you know, on top of your counters. And so you get the correct cleaning product. And so I was thinking, what is it that would be like, uh, like what it says on the bottles for some of it. What, it. what does it say for some of them? You don't have to have necessarily an individual cleaning product for each thing you clean in your home, but you have what? An all-purpose cleaner. An all-purpose cleaner. So I was thinking like what would be the all-purpose thing for our heart? And if you go to 1 John 1, 9, I didn't, I did not put it in my iPad here. First John 1 9, but if we confess our sins to him, he's faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all wickedness. Our all-purpose cleaner is the forgiveness of God. The forgiveness of God, because without our heart changed, you know, we learn as a kid, you know, when I get saved, Jesus lives in my heart. Well, Ted totally crushed the thought of that when I got married because he was like, you realize you tell our kids that and Jesus doesn't really live in your heart. And I thought, yeah, I thought there's this little figurine that goes inside your heart. Really, Ted, that's what you have to tell me in life. <laughs> yes, it's what we say, but it's true. He lives because, as we learned at the beginning, the issues of life throw out of our heart. What does it say? Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. Your thought is connected to your heart. What's in your heart transforms to your thoughts. Then out of your thoughts comes out of your mouth. So there's a, <laughs> there's a connection here. That's why it's so powerful to make sure your heart is cleaned out of anything that could prohibit you from moving forward, from re receiving the blessings of God, from being in His presence, from keeping you out of faith, from keeping you from your miracles. That's why it's so important we clean out our heart and do an examination and figure out what daily, 
daily. It's not like a one time, once a year cleaning out that you have to do like you do for your home. No, every day there's a little bit of something that we do around our, our natural home, right? We clean up, we vacuum by the end of the night, we put the dishes away. There's always a little cleanup each day that we do. So same with our, our spiritual homes. We have to do a little, little, you know, little tweak here. Let me examine this. Let me make sure what I'm doing is pleasing for God. You know, this and that, just a little bit. Not, not everything has to be something so major, but it's something that we can't go undone. Because just like in the natural, we let stuff go undone. It's gross. And then you've got cockroaches and everything else that's coming in because you've left things unchecked. All right, guys, I need to reel you back in. Y'all still talking about Clorox. <laughs> Let's move on from the Clorox. <laughs> We're having this discussion now. Everyone's like, no, it's got to be this. No, I really love Clorox. All right, so he needs your heart. He needs your heart. So first, John, like I said, it's anything, any kind of sin. He, did you guys know, I won't get off on this topic, but if there's no faith, it says in the Word of God that unbelief and doubt and no faith is sin. So we have to make sure we're not just looking at sin like, oh, well, you know, I didn't go out and cheat on my husband today, so I didn't sin. I'm good. No, there's other there's other sins besides these like major ones that they talk about, like, you know, having sex before marriage and cheating. And, uh, you know, there's there's other things we need to examine our heart for. So we need to make sure that the vessel that I talked about at the beginning in 1 Corinthians, that it's a, it's a temple, it was not bought, it was bought with a price, lent to us, that it's pure and, and holy and clean. And so it's a daily thing that we have to check and make sure that we can move forward without it being cluttered and dirty. Look at Psalms 51, 9, 15, 9 through 15. Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. And I love this. I have this verse in a frame in, in my daughter's uh, room. It says, create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence and take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore me with the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. Then I will teach your ways to the rebels and they will return to you. Forgive me for shedding blood, O God, who saves. Then I will joyfully sing of your forgiveness. Unseal my lips, O Lord, that my mouth may praise you. But that is what I really want to end today with for cleaning out your heart, detoxing your heart, making sure it's pure and holy before you, making sure we don't have anything in there that's going to then transfer to our thoughts, what's going to make us wrong thinking, which is then going to spew out of our mouth, and then it becomes a confession, it becomes a saying that we don't want to have in our life. But Psalm 51 and what I really want to leave with you today is verse 10. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. God has given us all the supplies we need. All the supplies we need to live right. To live holy before Him. We have to not look at this Christian walk as something that is 
so hard and so many terrible rules and we can't follow it and how can we ever and we're never listen strive to be like Jesus I get that you're not gonna be perfect because only one person was and that's when Jesus was on the earth but it tells us there's a reason the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 11 1 to be imitators of him obviously he thinks we can be close to how Christ was walking on earth but we can't do it with the junk in our heart we can't do it with anger we can't do it with resentment we can't do it with offense we can't do it with unforgiveness we can't do it with shame and guilt and fear and worry we can't do it with wrong thinking and we we can't do it we can't do it because it's going to mess up our walk with the Lord. It's going to trip us up. It's going to cause us to believe wrong. It's going to cause us to think wrong. And then at the end of the day, it's going to cause us to speak wrong. So we have to make sure that every day we're examining our heart. We're doing a cleaning process. Something in there you don't like. Something in there that you see. Grab what I said, grab a tool, word of God, cut it out, move it over. Let's get this fixed. Let's get back on the right track. And, and, and you have to ask the Lord, hey, listen, give me strength to overcome this. I, I, I need your help. There's lots of things I need the Lord to help me with daily that I ask. Don't be that person that thinks, you know, I don't ever need help. I can do this on my own. We're not meant to do this on our own. We're meant to completely trust completely depend on God. We're not meant to do this alone. You might feel like you are alone. You might feel like, you know, I don't have anybody. But at the end of the day, you have a loving, loving Savior that has not caused you to do this alone. But you need to make sure that you're living right. You're living without the things I mentioned. You've put a check on your heart. You realize, listen, Lord, this needs to be cleaned out. If there's anything that's not right. And at the end, at the end of this, and anyone who's re-watching, I will say a prayer for salvation. Because listen, <laughs> it, we can't have the benefits as a child of God if you are listening to this and be like, listen, I've got all this sin. I've got all this stuff in my heart that I need to clean out. I need to get the junk out. I'm cutting it out. But I need Jesus. I, I need him as my Lord and Savior. So when I pray for you here in just a moment, I will say that prayer. If it's something that you are going to say with me, contact our ministry. We've got stuff we want to give you. I've got someone who just read my book on, on, on um, lines in the confession, and they wrote me and said, I said uh, the prayer of salvation. And we have stuff for you. We've got... Uh, Bibles that we want to give you so you can get started in proper Bible reading uh, with a version that we like for just daily devotions. We have a phenomenal discipleship uh, courses that we just started uh, for you to um, uh, log on and watch at your, uh, you know, at your timing and when you can. And all of that's free. It's there on the screen right now. If that's something you want, now, and you didn't even say the prayer of salvation, it's available free for you. And it goes through all the next steps 
on how to get on the right track as a new believer. And even if you're not a new believer, just to get on, because sometimes people are like fish out of water and they're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. Or I have questions to this because no one's ever taught me on it. Check it out, miracleword.com forward slash next. And it's a free course that you can take that we offer. But I'm going to pray for you now. And we're going to take a second to examine our heart. We're going to say, Lord, Lord, we're taking a second on this Friday afternoon to look at our heart, to say, Lord Jesus, is there anything that is not right? Like Philippians, if it's not pure, it's not lovely, it's not admirable. If it's not from you, take it out, Lord. Remove the feelings of insecurity, of worry, of fear, of panic. Father God, if there's stuff that uh, our thoughts aren't pure on, Lord, we're asking you now to forgive us. If we're harboring unforgiveness towards other, other people, things that they've done to us that we've now created resentment within us, Lord, take it out. Make our hearts pure and holy before you. We want to be used by you, Lord. We want you to use us in these last days. You said when you went to heaven that greater works we shall do. And we are going to be the right believers. We're going to be the believers where signs and miracles follow us, Father God. So use us that's listening to this, to my voice right now. Use us in a mighty way. We want to do great things for you and we don't want our faith stifled. We want to be pleasing before you and pleasing in every way. So Lord, if there's something today that has to be taken out of our heart so we can be made new, Lord, we're asking you now to remove it. Remove it now so we can move forward in your mighty name, I pray, amen. My second prayer today is for if you don't know Jesus and you say, listen, I want to have that pure heart. I want to live with the benefits of uh, living for Jesus and all that he has uh, to offer me. There's a wonderful benefits package when you serve the Lord. There's a wonderful and you don't have to wait till you get to heaven. Salvation is, is wonderful. It is our ticket into heaven, but there's way more to salvation. There's so many wonderful things that he wants for you to have here on earth. So our second prayer today is if you don't know Jesus and want to know him, I want to see you live successful on earth and I want to see you go to heaven. So Heavenly Father, I ask you now to come to, into my heart, Lord. I pray that you are my heavenly father, that you died on the cross, that you have forgiven me of my sins. No longer does the devil have a grip on my life. Lord, I, I believe that you came to this earth, that you worked mighty miracles, and you went and died on the cross. So I, if you have to say your name, don't have to go to hell. I don't have to live in uh, fear. I don't have to live in sickness. I can live prosperous, Father God. Thank you for doing that for me. And I pray, amen. 
If that's something that you said today, like I said, I want you to contact our ministry. You can contact me personally, Carolyn, at MiracleWord.com or, you know, go to our website, MiracleWord.com, CarolynShuttlesworth.com. Either way, you're going to reach us uh, in all the things that we have for you. But I, I pray that this sets off your weekend with saying, listen, there is anything that I need to get rid of, I'm done. It's over. I've left it here. This broadcast, when it ends, that's it. We're done and I've left it. I said the prayer. I believe it. I'm clean and I'm starting off the rest of this weekend fresh and brand new in Christ Jesus. So everybody agrees. Say amen with me. And then I'm going to get ready to give a giveaway of these two glasses. Look at I just feel cooler right now. I just feel cooler right now. You're welcome, Rose and Jessica and Bethany and Leslie. I love Oscar. He wrote again, I am coming to World Harvest April 24th from 10 to 1. Right? Because with these glasses, everything's real dark. <laughs> from 10 to 1. Register now. We already have over 100 women that have signed up and more are registering. So it's going to be a phenomenal time with question and answer panel. We've got um, a wonderful brunch for you. We have... Uh, the preaching of the word. We've got altar time. Uh, we are not leaving this brunch uh, the same. We're not leaving it uh, down and out. We're not leaving it with a box of tissues. We're leaving whatever, you know, uh, if there's an issue that you came to the brunch in, whatever it is, it's staying right at the altar and it's not going home with you. And that is my prayer in Jesus' name. And if you come and you're like, hey, listen, I'm not even battling anything. It's time for our faith to be encouraged. Either way, it's for you because I, I get encouraged. It, stuff like this, speaking to broadcast, being with you, be, sitting in services when I go with my husband, uh, speaking myself at services, it all is a booster to myself. So I encourage you to be with us. And so now let's see what we're going to get. All right, my first one is going to be, it's key, guys. Just remember, it's key, not quay. It's key because it's an Australian. Um, all right. Here is uh, the first one. My birthday is November 19th. So the first person I see pop up that has their birthday also on November 19th um, or very close to it is going to get a pair of sunglasses. So quickly type in your birthday. Mine is November 19th. Mine is November 19th. And it's going to have to be who I see first. I am lit. What is like coffee is literally popped out of. Um, oh, that's right. Elizabeth. She's the one. She's the one that won the Nespresso machine. Oh, it looks like Elizabeth getting sunglasses too. Mm. Nope. It's Elizabeth. Elizabeth Coleman. I have to remember that when I do my birthday now twice she won but you know what that's good elizabeth write me um oh jennifer i know elizabeth is november 17th 
She says I'm celebrating it on November 17th. <laughs> it All right, Elizabeth. So I'm going to send you the link and you're going to pick out whichever pair you want and I'm going to get them ordered to you. The next one is near and dear to my heart because it's something that I do. I homeschool. So the first person to put the emoji of school books, the emoji book, the emoji book, that you are a homeschool mom, a homeschooling right now, the first one I see, and it's, I'm sorry, it's gonna have to be on my end because that's just how it comes over. Everybody's Wi-Fi and servers are different. But the first one, first homeschool mom that puts the book emoji is, oh, Bethany Hooker! Bethany Hooker with Minivan Ministries. Is that what it's called? Did I say it right? Okay. She's doing a great job. Listen, the first broadcast I did this week um, talking about stepping aside of your insecurities and coming out in confidence and doing what God's told you. I've had literally at least 10 women write me of things that they've started since Wednesday since Wednesday. Look at that. You guys did it like that. I've got people that put up videos on YouTube already of testimonies, already have started podcasts and sent them to me. I've got somebody, I've got two people that wrote me in the last couple days saying, you had me in tears and this is what God told me to do and I didn't do it. Now I'm going to do it. And th that's all it is. Stepping out. You have to just do it. Just do it. You know, when I first started Nonstop Mom, and my um, podcast, okay, they were done on the floor of my closet. My clothes, my clothes were my, what is it, soundproofing? <laughs> my clothes were my soundproofing. It was either the floor of my closet or sometimes if it wasn't too hot outside, I sat in the car. That's really great soundproofing too. Um, so those two places. But look, I didn't wait till I had a studio I didn't wait until I had, you know, the best gear and the best. You do need a good mic, though, but you don't have to have the most expensive mic. Um, so if you need questions on any of that stuff, please email me and I will send you some ideas. But you just have to get started. And since Wednesday, like 10 people have launched things and wrote me and it's phenomenal. Keep it up. Keep it up. I'm so proud of you. I want to hear it. I want to see it. Keep me involved. I love you. So Elizabeth Coleman and Bethany Hooker out in Texas, make sure you email me, carolyn at miracleword.com uh, or Facebook or Instagram. As long as you just get a hold of me, I will send you the link for the sunglasses. I want you to pick out what you want and I'll get them shipped to you. So you can feel like this with these Australian sunglasses. All right. I love you guys. Have a wonderful weekend. Tomorrow, Ted and the kids and I head out to Illinois. We're going to Rockford, Illinois for the week. If you can be there, be there. And then I go to Georgia for the women's meeting. And then the next week is West Virginia camp meeting, which is going to be a blowout, blowout services. I just talked to my sister-in-law today and they already have 300 pastors and like their teams or whoever's going with them registered. So that's gonna be the church plus the people that are coming just to the services that aren't registered. It's gonna be phenomenal. And I encourage you to jump in the flow, jump in revival, cause it's here.
We're not waiting on it. It's here. I love you guys. Have a wonderful weekend and I'll see you later.